Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of the Chase Thomas Podcast. Appreciate you guys checking out the Thursday edition here on the program. On this special part of today's episode, it is the Ringers Joe House talking all things Washington Wizards and uh, Atlanta Hawks for a little bit, actually. But um, a lot of Wizards talking about what's gone wrong uh, for the Washington uh, basketball team this season, uh, where Joe was right, where he was wrong coming into the year, um, what the future looks like, Jordan Poole's play uh, to this point, if uh, there's a problem with ownership uh, in the front office, with the coaching staff, um, and what this looks like for the Wizards over the next couple of years. And all that good stuff. And then some Lakers and Clippers talk uh, as well with both uh, kind of surging here of late and uh, both teams very much in uh, Western Conference title contention. So all that and more coming up uh, here on this edition of the Chase Owens Podcast. Don't forget, folks, if you're a uh, first time listener, please uh, make sure that you hit that subscribe button if you like what you hear today on this daily national sports show out here in Knoxville, Tennessee, each and every day covering it all on this very show if you're already a subscriber and you have not already done so you know what i'm about to ask hit that pause button right now and leave this show a five-star rating and write us a review on apple Podcasts, spotify or however you get this podcast it helps this show continue to grow helps other people find the show and all that good stuff so you could do it today i would greatly appreciate it. check it us out at chaseonmuspodcast.com homepage all the good stuff there um, website looks great um, and all the good stuff that you need uh, to keep up the show and learn more about it chase and uh, make sure to check us out on youtube youtube.com slash chase podcast like and subscribe uh, so we're well over 1.5k uh, subscribers at this point and just growing more and more each and every day on the youtube channel so like and subscribe there as well full episodes clip shorts all that good stuff um, without further ado uncle darren let's go Chase Thomas podcast. The Chase Thomas podcast. Um, my nephew needs me to record. See, I hate. I already hate it. I hate it. All right, hello, welcome back, Chase Thomas podcast. Keeping this on a Wednesday afternoon, the Ringers' own Joe House makes his return to the podcast. Clinton Portis, Bull Bull, uh, Manute Bull, excuse me. Uh, Manute, behind. yeah, let's go. Yeah. The OG. The OG Manute Ball, and do you, you have a Wheaties box? You have a a that's little... the Redskins nineteen eighty eight yeah. Super Bowl. Is it really? Yes. Okay. 
Are you a big collectible guy? Do you collect a lot of stuff, uh, DC memorabilia? Or is it just a, a, now with the Zoom video format, you're like, I got to add some stuff behind me? Well, I, I have collected stuff over the years and I like stuff, but I'm not like heavy into the collectibles. Like I don't mm -hmm. have any anywhere to put it. It is a wonderful coincidence that in this Zoom life that we occupy now, I had something to do with all these jerseys and stuff. I mm -hmm. mean, if I could move the camera, I would show you. I have a box of Ovi's O's cereal there's a jason worth bobblehead mm -hmm. I've, I've got i've got it all uh an elvin hayes jersey is over here let me see if i can move it there, there it go. is just some of that stuff stephen davis uh jersey is over there in the corner that is um, a name i have not heard in a long time joe well you have to honor any, any, i mean he got his butt kicked by um michael westbrook so you have to have that jersey stephen davis that is one I have not heard Stephen Davis. Deep Davison. cuts, deep cuts, Chase <laughs> Thomas. That's how we do it here in 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 the house household. I love it. Well, Joe, that's the happiest the, the DC talk's going to be. I think on this podcast, <laughs> I, I wish I could be uh, nicer, but you know what? It is the holiday season. We're five days out from Christmas. My first question to you: We'll stay positive to start things off here, Joe. The nicest thing you could say about the Washington Wizards right now would be what? The nicest thing I could say, um, they're going to have a great draft pick in this upcoming draft, this upcoming 2024 draft. Now, of course, there aren't, as of this moment here, you know, around Christmas time, names jumping off the page. It's not, by any accounts, a historical transcendent kind of draft. It doesn't have those kinds of players. But by golly, the Wizards should be in the top three or four uh, once that draft arrives. What does that mean for Johnny Davis, though? I mean, you're going to have to really prioritize uh, that fit next to, to Johnny Davis, whatever guard or wing uh, you See, add, right? We're, we're going right off the rails immediately. I really, I feel like that's almost personal. Um, he is I'm sorry, last... AJ Griffin's not playing for us. Like, he's in the Quinn Snyder doghouse, like a lottery guy from a year ago. He's just out of the rotation, like played 91 minutes this year. We're, look, Joe, I, I, as someone who is watching a very unpleasant basketball team as well at the moment, we're, we're simpatico. I'm more disappointed in your Hawks than my, my Wizards, although I am very disappointed in my Wizards because yeah. I thought that they would compete. And honestly, really, I have nobody to blame but myself because... <laughs> I, I dramatically, dramatically misunderstood what kind of basketball player Jordan Poole is. Um, and we'll get to that in the fullness of time. But help me, Chase Thomas. I have a commitment in the form of actual investment of real American dollars in the Atlanta Hawks performing well this season. I thought that they were poised to be a team that was a handful of games above 500. I thought that, that Dr. Quinn Snyder would come in and be able to work some of his, his, his magic, apply some of his surgery, and get Murray and Trey Young on the same page working. It is not working. They are the worst team in the NBA against the spread. I know that's <laughs> not the only metric that matters, Chase Thomas, but it is a, ma a metric that matters to me. It's also reflected in their win-loss record. More losses than wins. What's going on in Atlanta? We'll get to Washington in, in, in due time, but what's going on in Atlanta? Um, not a lot of defense. I'll tell you, Joe, not wow. a lot of defense. I will say like one of the things about Quinn, I mean, the defensive adjustments for what Quinn's trying to do versus what Nate did, um, has 
just really wrecked Clint Capella defensively. Um, oh. He's always a slow starter, but Clint just really, uh, the Hawks are, uh, they're just not as good um, as they've been in years past with Clint. Um, and Yaka and Kongwo is taking a step back. That's been a big thing where you obviously extend him and then he's shooting at least at one three a game, which is, hey, that's nice. He's shooting like 30% wide open threes. I mean, hey, baby steps with a Kongwo. They're a terrible rebounding team. Not a lot of guys uh, on the boards uh, for this group. AJ Griffin out of the rotation. Like they're having to start Garrison Matthews some night. I will say the biggest thing that has ruined the Hawks because I think Quinn has been the best thing about Quinn Snyder is he's made like Trey is playing really good basketball. Like it, none of this is a Trey problem. Trey's playing the best basketball he's played since I mean the playoff run a couple years ago. Like Trey is awesome of late. Um, no negative things to say about Trey Young to this point, but. Jalen Johnson going down. They were eight and six with Jalen Johnson. Since he's been down, they are a bad, just not even a playoff team um, at that spot. And they're they're just super thin. You look at this roster. You got Trenton Forrest getting minutes. You've got Bruno Fernando in the rotation one night. You got Garrison Matthews starting one night. Like you go through it. It's just they're really thin. They couldn't withstand injuries. And the one guy they could not lose for a significant stretch because I think they could survive with Trey. Like if you did Dejounte and Bogey because Bogey's been really good off the bench you could survive a, a 12 game loss of trey they have shown they can't survive like john collins obviously you get for nothing you trade him way too late and you were thin there and jalen johnson looks like a good player like he looks like a core guy but he's gone and when i tell you this team is light years different without jalen johnson and that's something i just did not have before the year that jalen johnson be the difference maker what 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 happened with deandre hunter and we will we'll, we'll get to washington but you know, that was supposed to be, he was supposed to be the vehicle by which some of the impact of Collins was, was mitigated. I mean, you know, Collins, uh, I understand you looking back now at the way that the team has performed this, this season and that particular vulnerability at that position, would you prefer to have Collins? I don't know. It might've been an addition by subtraction just because of the chemistry piece. But DeAndre Hunter was supposed to pick up some of that slack. That was the thesis, I, I mm -hmm. think. Am I wrong about that? Well, it depends on who you ask. Someone who's watched a lot of DeAndre Hunter in their life, Joe, just sent me a text before the year. Been like, hey, I'm kind of high on DeAndre Hunter. I could have just been like, no. And then I would have saved you a lot of a lot of time and anger uh, about this Hawks team uh, being the worst against the spread, which I, I did not realize uh, to this point. DeAndre's just fine. The problem is you traded up for DeAndre. Like, he's someone you traded up for in the lottery um he misses a lot of time he's not exactly elite in anything he's playing 63 percent, i think of his minutes at the four this year and i don't think that's where he needs to be i think he needs to be at the two and three he's not big enough to be the long-term four guy but because of just injuries and everything else he's kind of playing a little bit out of position he's not a great shooter not a great passer solid defender like he's okay but he's just he's like a he's like a souped up tony snell to me and that's just a tough place wow. to be for a lottery yeah. pick you traded up for I, I no argument there, but you know him at the four. That that's exactly addressing the thing with like you know if Capella and Akangwu are not going to be those guys that are you know yeah catching all the boards. It's, you know DeAndre is supposed to be contributing, and it's just not going to happen. Um, no, we're like well, throwing Akangwu, Clint Capella minutes out together. Like we're just Quinn's experimenting. Quinn doesn't. <laughs> it's not even really Quinn's fault. Like he walked into a situation that's tough, but like. I don't think there's a fix. And that's what uh, the Atlanta sports guys and I, we were talking about last night was like, there's no fix for the Hawks roster right now. Nobody has any trade value. You can't move Trey. Jalen's now like a linchpin of your core. 
I, I just, you can't, what unless you, you really blow it up. If you go the tray route, everybody's on the table. Then you just well, move on from everybody. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to listen to the entirety of it, but uh, my beloved uh, colleagues and, and guys that I know that you admire, Bill Simmons mm-hmm. and Ryan Rossillo on the Bill Simmons podcast that's up right this second. I don't need to plug it, but um, they have, Bill Simmons especially, has DeJounte Murray as a trade candidate. He has, he has Murray, you know, uh, in, in a mode where um, he's the most valuable Hawks asset. I would say Jalen's our most valuable Hawks asset, but I also just, you need him to play a little bit more. I'm sure teams are curious because it was 14 game sample of him playing really good basketball. I mean, there was a, a modern Amari Steve Nash vibe with Jalen and Trey Young to start the year. And it was okay. really, really fun. I I want to see that long-term. I want to get Jalen back and I want to see what Trey, like, the DeJounte stuff, he's going to make like $47 million four years from now. I don't know who's taking that contract. Like, Jalen's fine, or DeJounte's fine, but who wants that contract right now? Well, who is he I, moving look, the needle for? Think about what $47 million will be four years from now, though. Yeah. That might be, um, like, one of the more cost-effective contracts because Maybe. of the way that the contracts and the, the TV deals that are upcoming might push the collective bargaining agreement and the money that players are catching. What if it goes down, though? What if the it agreement? Is, we'll see. Like, what if they they don't get the see, deal right? they want? Right. You're right. Like, You're absolutely right. I don't it's know. Not, but it's it's not headed in the in, in in only one direction any longer. These TV rights, that's for sure. And it just it could change on a dime. Like I'm not going to pretend to have any real like feel on where that's going to be. Like, is it back on NBC? Is it everything going to be streaming? Like, I have no idea what the next deal will be. Right. Uh, so I just don't know if teams are there's a strong appetite to invest 47 mil four years from now in Dejounte Murray without knowing what's to come on that side of things joe i don't appreciate you moving this to the hawks i was trying to focus on the wizards i don't i get enough of the hawks in my life they're they're not more interesting your team is finding new creative ways to lose every single night jordan pulls taking off balance threes at the buzzer just all kinds of crazy stuff like like someone who you said you got wrong i'm curious what you got wrong about the wizards coming into the year and what you got right what are you looking at at this point in the year that specifically that uh, that fills those two those two questions for me. So in, in, a, in a general sense, I thought that this Washington team with some of the experience of the guys of the starters would be in a mode of trying to compete for the purposes of building up their their own credibility, their own trade value um, for whatever their next job might be. Because mm-hmm. I don't think that any of the guys on the Wizards right now look at the situation and say, I'm going to be here for the next 10 years. There isn't, mm-hmm. I, 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 notwithstanding, I mean, from Kuzma all the way down, they just extended Denny Avdia. I think they all recognize that um, all of them are fungible, all of them um, concept wise are movable parts for a team that's yet yet to come down the road. The only player I will say that I hope is with the Wizards in 10 years is Balak Koulibaly, who mm. is the real deal. He is 18 years old, and that kid has defense in his DNA. And mm. he, I, I have him pegged, you know, I'll be looking at the futures markets, not to bring everything back to gambling, Chase, mm. but I will be looking at the futures markets each of the next handful of years um, for Steele's leader and try and catch a good price on him. At some point, the league will catch on, but he's he's an incredible um, defender in, intuitively. And Who does he, gets, he remind you of? 
man, he's super long um, wingspan wise and he moves mm -hmm. on the perimeter so well, uh, you know, it, it's going to be very hard to not like put him in like superlative class. And I don't mm -hmm. intend to do this, but the, the, the way that he um, can cover one side of the court to the other side of the court wingspan and, and hand wise and the way that he's able to defend that way, mm -hmm. it's like in the class of maybe like Kawhi. You know, like, oh, wow. Now, j j again, this is all potential. We, we have yeah. no idea. And he doesn't have giant Kawhi hands, but young Kawhi who could be active from from side to side mm. and, and, you know, get off of screens and get out to the um, shooter. He's got that that DNA in him. Mm. So he's the guy that I'm, I'm thrilled to have. But the, the misjudgment by me was the notion that this team with proven Tyus Jones, proven veteran, um, mm. Jordan Poole, eager to wipe away, you know, some of the bad taste that occurred um, in, in Golden State, a guy who I think thinks in his own, own head could be a significant contributor to a, a winning team and just didn't get all the opportunity that he wanted in Golden State. Who's for sure could, could, could help somebody. Daniel Gafford is a, is a guy that could definitely help. But notwithstanding all of that, it has been um, – appalling and what's appalling especially is jordan pool I, mm. I just i haven't had a, a player with that combination of talent and i should use the right word it's not combination it's mismatch mm -hmm. his natural basketball ability his talent especially as a scorer is n near elite mm -hmm. and he might be and i i want to be very careful of how i say this um and from a hoops IQ perspective, from a pure basketball intelligence perspective, one of the dumbest basketball players I've encountered. And I've had a lot over my, you know, yeah. 50 years of being a Wizards fan, a Bullets fan and a Wizards fan. We've had a lot of care. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Characters over the years, a lot of guys who who, who seem like them, they might never get it. I mean, we, we, we had Nick Young here. Mm -hmm. uh, we had uh, my, my big guy. Uh, why, why, have I, why is his name not? Not Kwame Brown. Tongue? No, no. Well, Kwame, Kwame was was blessed with with skill, but just didn't have any interest in playing uh, basketball. Uh, I'll I'll think of it in a minute. He's still in the league, the center that I'm thinking of. Um, we acquired him from from from. Uh, no, we traded him to Denver. Uh, oh, 
I know who you're. Ta- oh, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, going to yeah. drive me nuts. I, he was I on Dallas for a, a last season. Um, oh I just don't God. know why I, I can't. Oh, JaVale it. McGee. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, JaVale, JaVale McGee. Yeah. Yes, right. Anyway, so lots of characters over the years, lots of guys. Uh, you know, we had Jordan Crawford here for a minute. Um, yeah. Speaking of, of notorious chuckers, guys not afraid to. Not to a lot of Antoine Jamesons anymore. We got to get some more Antoine Jamesons in You're Washington. You're right. Yes, for sure. Um, mm. But the pool thing, part of the, the the problem is the team itself, I think, made a, an error in judgment. He mm. He's the guy that they gave the microphone at the first home game to welcome everybody and say, you know, we're really looking forward to a season here. So they conveyed to him that he was some kind of leader, that he had some mm. kind of leadership role. And all he is is the leader in the clubhouse for most appearances on Shaq and the Fool. <laughs> he He's a Shaq and the Fool Hall of Famer. I mean, from from intentional and unintended, unintended you know, play and, and, and approach to the game. I mean, just the game you mentioned, the off-balance falling away three with a chance to cut into a deficit, a, a game that the Wizards competed very well. We're talking about the Phoenix Suns over the most recent weekend. They were really in that game. Um, that game also featured him for somehow slipping out of the blue. Now, you know, maybe there was mm. moisture on the floor. I don't know. But a banana peel kind of slipped. Yeah. And immediately that goes goes viral alongside the, the, the crazy shot, the circus shot that you you wouldn't even really – countenance in a g league game mm-hmm. for for you know the the combination of ill-conceived and ill timing and ill execution it was an 0 for three there chase it's it's just i didn't think they would be this bad like i thought the, the the pistons were gonna be bad i thought the right. wizards would like be a play-in adjacent team like because they also are sneaky kind of old like this wizards team is not young you got tyus jones jordan Poole, denny has been here for a while kuzma's obviously older gafford's been in the league a while like, I mean, Dylan Wright, who I love and miss every year in Atlanta, will always love that guy. Um, you, you're not the youngest team. Like, you've got Gallinari. Like, obviously, Bilal is coming into his own, and he'll he's a rookie. But it's a roster where you're like, there were some hornets to it, where you were just, they're going to, there's just too many older dudes. And older teams, generally speaking, win more than these younger teams. And I just, I thought they were going to play a lot of a heavy rotation with older guys. So I just didn't think they could be near the bottom of the East, but this is a near the bottom of the East type deal. Well, the, the biggest reason, the biggest factor, if you look at their, their um, third worst in the NBA in terms of um, net differential. And mm-hmm. the reason for that is, is defense. And what I mean yeah. by defense is absolutely no defense. Well, we're in the same boat there, ever. Joe. Yes. Well, except for wizards are in a whole different class, buddy. They are <laughs> the Pacers give up 127 mm-hmm. points a game. The Wizards are right behind them at like 126.8 yeah. or 9, some crazy number. Yeah. Like absolutely in the last 6 minutes of every single game, a a a close game can go from a bucket or two to 12 to 15 points like that. And that's yeah. the thing that really, you know, as a as a person that appreciates, I just want them to compete and their mm. inability to compete over that last handful of, of minutes in regular season NBA games is is galling. I don't mind them losing. I want them <laughs> to compete. And they, they can't compete because they can't they just well can't play defense at the end. The only player they have two players capable, Gafford and Kulabali. Mm. And and Kulabali's too young. You know, they, he's he's in the rotation now. He's gonna he's mm. getting minutes and Gafford can't stay on the floor because it's easy to get him into foul trouble. 
Um, and he's got a little bit of injury. But when he when he plays, he had a great game, Gafford, against Phoenix, speaking of. Mm-hmm. He was the reason that they were competitive. But yeah, it's a it's a sad story over here. Final thing on the Wizards. This is always something I wonder about because uh, you're more plugged in and when you're on the outside and you just trying to, when people want to blow it up with organizations and look like the Falcons, it's rough for, it's just rough all around uh, for Atlanta sports fans right now, uh, Joe. But like, I am curious when you dig a little bit deeper and someone more in the know of what this wizard ownership group is and everything else that goes into the Washington Wizards, do you think this is the right ownership? GM coach combination to lead you through this rebuild because it's fun to say like hey we'll blow it up and we'll start from scratch we'll draft this guy and then we'll we'll be there and competing again in two to three years this that and the other I'm sure the Pistons thought they were going to do that Charlotte thought they were going to do that Orlando thought they'd be here a lot longer than where uh, than how long it actually ended up taking them and do you think the move potentially um, down the road will be something that ends up being a positive for the organization that maybe maybe they change their name maybe it brings new life into the fan base maybe it does kind of change uh where the wizards are are headed or currently sitting right now you're more plugged in so i was curious from your perspective here joe so i do have high hopes for the gm president decision maker nucleus that has been brought in here michael winger and will mm-hmm. those are legit guys with real um creds when it comes to team building when it comes to successful drafting where those guys come from in terms of Oklahoma city and other places that where there was genuine rebuild Mm -hmm. that they contributed to the, to the success of those guys are legit. I trust them. It's the first time in literally 20 years. We went from Ernie Grunfeld Mm -hmm. to Tommy Shepard, who was a Grunfeld apprentice, uh, you know, 19 years of the same kind of mentality, the same kind of, overpay a non-superstar relentless missing out at the draft like draft mm-hmm. after draft getting the wrong guy missing Tyrese Halliburton because we wanted Denny Abia because he played great you know in, in the Euro League like you I, I can do 10 of those I can do 12 of those I can do 15 of those mm-hmm. um kinds of misses this uh GM decision making nucleus I I think by virtue of what they accomplished in the past, I have high hopes for them. The current coach, Wes Unsell Jr., is you universally regarded as a as a wonderful guy, very mm-hmm. sweet guy. He is a, an assistant, um, and it's totally fine for him to be the steward and the shepherd of this team in in transition. And for them, he'll always have on his resume. He'll have all these losses, so mm-hmm. he'll have a horrendous win loss record as a head coach. But he will have on his resume that he was the head coach of the team that his father put on the map and that there's a a, a a banner in the rafter, a championship banner in the rafter. That's part of his lineage. That's a cool story. I like Wes Unsell Jr. like in that personal kind of sense. Mm. He's a, he's not a he's nothing as a as an NBA head coach. And we'll never mm. know as long as he's here in Washington, he will not be the head coach for the team as they sort of come into whatever uh identity they're going to be. The owner is really the culprit here though. Hmm. And what's going on here in Washington during the entirety of his tenure is he got the caps first when he, when he bought the, he bought both the wizards and the capitals and the stadium all at once from a Poland, Hmm. but his, his ownership for the wizards was, was um, told by some number of, of years was put off into the future. 
he hit the absolute home run lottery in hockey by having the team be bad for a couple of years. And then he got Alexander Ovechkin. Mm. And since Alexander Ovechkin arrived in Washington, they have been printing money here. Yeah. The, the, the interest, the, the, I mean, we have a Stanley cup in the last, you know, six years, 2018. And, the folks come from the suburbs, Northern Virginia and Maryland, downtown to D.C. to see Alexander Ovechkin. Those are 41 sellouts or near sellouts every year since Ovechkin was drafted. Wow. The team's been in the top 10 in attendance. It's mm. just a tremendous support. By contradistinction, the Wizards have been a second-class citizen. They have mm. not received the same kind of commitment. And part of that you can tell because he was content with Ernie Grunfeld running the show, even though it took really a groundswell. It went beyond clamoring. I mean, if the fan base was openly showing up to games with signs about getting rid of, of Grunfeld, that's what it took, it seems, to catch the owner's attention. And so all the resources, all of it, see, this is the, the, the observation here in town is mm. that the apps are the, are the preferred child. And the uh, um, Wizards are the second-class citizens. Mm. And it's it's certainly true in terms of this rumored move to Northern Virginia. That serves the Cats for sure. It does not serve the Wizards one in any way, shape, or form. Mm. That's – so it seems like you're kind of – like, that's why I'm just so worried. Like, when people are talking about, like, blowing it up and stuff with the Wizards, I'm just like, well, if there's an ownership problem and you're seen as the second-class entity from this ownership group, is it – a good idea to buy all the way in on what they can build and just what they can ultimately be uh, in this group. Or, I mean, I don't know. Like that's, that's kind of a scary spot to be in as a fan, right? You have to trust as long yeah. as winger and Dawkins are here, then yeah. I will trust that those guys have the um, discretion to go and, and try and build a winner that they, yeah. it's been conferred upon them in the same way that Leontis was basically like, Ernie Grunfeld uh, and Tommy Shepard, I'm fine if you run this team into the ground. Yeah. Now he's got two young, competent guys, genuinely capable of team building. If he just leaves them alone and lets them do their thing, then I have some hope. And if, if it's both. Oh, you have Travis Schlink too, by the way. Am I crazy? Yeah, Didn't Travis Schlink, to... yes, who I hold in high regard. Mm -hmm. I, I think that what he did in terms of that relationship between Nate and, I mean, he helped Trey Young really salvage his career because he brought in Nate Robinson. Like, Travis Schlenk, that team building that he did um, with that, that Hawks team early in Trey Young's career, I thought was pretty commendable. Yeah, no, good eye, eye for talent, uh, good roster builder. But, yeah, I, uh, oh, man, that's a whole other podcast, Joe. Um, <laughs> do you, I'm curious from your perspective on this one. More likely to be in the finals health permitting right now because i've been going back and forth on this the last couple weeks and i've watched a lot of clippers lately more likely to be in the finals health permitting the lakers or the clippers who you got it's got to be the the lakers because health hmm. permitting is the crucial well let's just operate under they're both healthy going into the playoffs let's say that they're both healthy you're you're really asking us to suspend reality though yes because it <laughs> so if we're if we're if that's the exercise mm -hmm. that, then i i i prefer the clippers yeah, I prefer the Clippers. I think that because if you're telling me that this version, the last eight games that Kawhi Leonard has played and his numbers are through the roof and he has been the true um, hero in terms of assimilating Harden and letting Harden become the best version of himself 
if you tell me that the ver- these last eight games of Kawhi Leonard that we've seen, that's mm-hmm. going to be him all the way through the playoffs and the NBA Finals, then sure. I, I don't. I, I think this version of Harden, where he's happy, where he's uh, he understands his role, it works for them. If Paul George and Kawhi Leonard and James Harden are all healthy, and that's what you've told me I have to believe. Yes. I don't believe it, but mm-hmm. you told me I had to. Um, then, then I think the Clippers are better suited for a deep run than the Lakers. I think so too. And I just want it to happen because Kawhi has just been unbelievable this December. Like Kawhi being unbelievable basketball is a lot of fun. Like this it, is a more enjoyable uh, NBA experience with Kawhi being healthy. It's totally true. It it, yeah. it, it reminds us how much of, of, of the last handful of years we've been cheated of yeah. seeing this, this, this kind of player. I agree. Uh, Joe, what can the good folks check out from you across the ringer this week? So East Coast bias on Thursday mornings at 10 a.m. on FanDuel TV. That podcast is up on Thursdays as well. And then Rare Wise guys, mm-hmm. me, Raheem Palmer, John Jastrzemski, and the Cousin Sal every Sunday at 11 in the morning live on FanDuel TV trying to give you some winners in advance of the NFL slate uh, each and every week. We'll be doing this all the way through the playoffs and up to the Super Bowl, but catch us on FanDuel TV every Sunday, 11 in the morning. Please don't bet on Colts Falcons on Sunday. Please don't even talk <laughs> about it. Don't talk Heineke versus Minshew. Like, I've thought about going. I'm going back home for the weekend. Like, do, do I go? Has, the tickets are so cheap. It has Good real deal. playoff implications. Like, okay, don't do this, Joe. Please don't I mean, do this. Colts... Don't bet the Hawks. Don't bet the Falcons. Stay away, Joe. Stay away. I, I That's all I can say is just stay away. I'll take, I'll take your word for it. Thank you, Chase Thomas. Joe House, Ringer.com. Check it out. Go check out everything Joe's doing each and every week all across the podcast platforms. Spotify, Joe. Thank you so much. We'll have to do this again soon. I can't wait. You hit me up, Jim. Nicely done, nephew. Chase Thomas Podcast. Hell yeah.